It's the Wheeler Walker Jr. Podcast. It's the Wheeler Walker Jr. Podcast. Everybody else sucks, man. I am the best. It's the Wheeler Walker Jr. Podcast. Hey, it's Wheeler Walker Jr. with the first episode of the Wheeler Walker Jr. Podcast. Uh, where I fucking rant and rave and act like a fucking madman. We also have guests calling in. This week we got old Chris Stapleton. Um, who's a... The king of uh, country music right now, I would say, except for if you weren't counting me. Um, seems to be doing pretty well, so I thought I'd give him a nice plug on the show. So, um, Chris Stapleton and his lovely wife, uh, Morgan, spells it with an E, uh, Morgan. They're going to call in a little bit. My apologies to start with. I'm I'm a fucking country artist, not a fucking broadcaster, but... um. um my man, I got a new manager this year, this guy Alfred, this big fat fuck covered in zits. He's a good manager. I think he's going to get my shit in order, but he's big and fat, and he's covered in zits. Um, not really part of the point, but, you know, I keep yelling at him. You know, it's fucking 2017, man. There's like 800 apps on your phone you can get to lose weight. I saw an ad the other night for 100 bucks, you can get your fucking stomach stapled. And still, he's there with the fucking fat. Not to mention the zits. I mean, like I said, 2017, man, enough with the zits. Get that oxy shit or something. Flip off your face. But I do like the idea. He set up my computer and shit to do this podcast because I'm sick of the mainstream media and everyone misrepresenting Wheeler Walker Jr. That's me. So he's, his idea was just talk to you guys directly, which I'm doing right now. And I'm going to talk to you guys every week. I'm going to interview people. Got a lot of cool people we're going to talk to. Bill Burr's calling up in a couple weeks. We got uh, my hero, Billy Joe Shaver. Um... Brandy Clark, um, Norm McDonald, where I can f- track that fucker down. They got it hooked up so I can talk to people through my fucking phone. Alfred figured it out. I mean, he's good for something. Hold on. Alfred! Ain't nothing in there. That's <laughs> what I love about Alfred. He lo- opens my fucking fr- refrigerator, um, and there's no food in there. Then he sits back down on the couch. Then, like, five minutes later, he walks over and opens the fucking fridge again, as if some, like, food was going to grow. It ain't no fucking farm, man. Nothing's going to grow in there. If there ain't food in there before, ain't going to be food now. Um, let me do, since this is the first one, I'm going to do some catch-up here and um, go back through the year. I've actually got right in front of me the end of the year, Rolling Stone magazine. The, the Rolling Stone 50 best albums of the year. Of course, no Wheeler on it, because no one will fucking give me any credit. Everyone knows I made the best fucking album of the year. I'm looking at all this shit. It's just fucking shit, top to bottom. Number 11, Solange. I think that's Beyonce's brother or something. Number here, look at this, Bone Iver. A buddy of mine's like, man, you should listen to this guy, Bone Iver. I listen to it. It's just some stupid hippie testing out his equipment, man. It's just a bunch of fucking bleeps and blobs. It's fucking shit, man. I didn't understand any. I thought it was like, you know, it sounds like, you know, the noises you make in a studio when you're getting ready to see if the equipment works. He just put it out as an album. And Rolling Stone said it's one of the best records of the year. I saw a picture of this dude, man. He looks like, he just, he just looks like he's lost. The album's called, by the way, the album's called 22 Comma A Million. Man, it's a good thing they got Spotify and shit now. Growing up in Kentucky, you walk into the record store and say you want a copy of 22 Comma A Million, they'd shove a Skinner album up your fucking ass and kick you out of the door. 22 A Million. Hey man, how many how many hits off that vape pen you have? Well, I don't know. 22 A Million? Probably closer to A Million. Anyway, it's complete dog shit. Um, of course, they got Radiohead. Everyone's got to put Radiohead on their list. Speaking about the blips and blops, it's just computer noises now. Um, 
lead singer Tom York spells it T H O M to be artsy. Thom, I'm gonna call him Thom York. Got Sturgill on the list, so that's cool. I've been mean to, to I've been I've been meaning to talk about this for a while. I remember in football season. I mean that's a while back now, but these Lady Gaga Bud Light commercials all over the fucking place. Who the who the fuck is in charge of marketing over there? I mean, who the fuck drinks Bud Light and then listens to Lady Gaga? Fucking nobody, man. Yo, 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 dog. You want to drink? You want to chug a bunch of Bud Light and then go listen to some Lady Gaga? Seems like bad marketing to me. Speaking of Lady Gaga, she, uh, last year she uh, um, she did this Bowie tribute, and I love Bo- David Bowie so much. I mean, I, I love country music, but I love all kinds of music. And uh, she basically just took a shit on his grave is what she did. She pulled down her drawers and just took a shit on, on his fucking bones. And then right afterwards, it led into an Intel commercial. She used the death of David Bowie to sell Intel chips or Intel ROMs or whatever the fuck it is. I don't even know what Intel is, but... I mean, that's some fucking bullshit. And of course, my whole last year was me getting in a lot of fights and yelling at fucking people. This fucking dude I'd never heard of named Dylan Scott brought this fucking uh, fat cunt Chewbacca mom on stage with him at the Grand Ole Opry, and I fucking lost my shit on Twitter. And he, we got in a fight, and he told me that, like, Chewbacca mom's full of goodness, and I'm full of evil, and, like, and then he blocked me, and his label called a guy I knew and told him to tell me to shut up. No, you don't. I don't know if you guys know this. Hank Williams Sr. is banned from the Grand Ole Opry. And Wheeler Walker Jr. can't play the Grand Ole Opry. But Chewbacca Mom's up there. What's Chewbacca Mom famous for? Putting on a Chewbacca mask and being fat. It's just a stupid fucking... This is what I hate about, you know, the world we live in now. You can just put on a Chewbacca Mom ma- Chewbacca mask and all of a sudden you're fucking famous. No, no. And I, I said, next thing you know, she's going to get into country music. And I was fucking right. And this Dylan Scott motherfucker... Rips, blocks me and yells at me on Twitter. You know, fuck you. Um, bigger. The bigger news too is that my new album, despite all the fucking hassle and despite everyone in fucking Music Road trying to stop it, is coming out June second. The first single, Pussy Kings, out now. It's about fucking time. Um, we got more songs coming. The album will be out June second. I don't know if you heard the news, but this place called pledge music who can suck my fucking dick they do um pre-orders on their website where you can pre-order and we did a deal with them to pre-order sell pre-order my record and uh they got too many complaints they said and they took my album off their fucking website and i got so fucking pissed i lost my shit and i now that i'm before i was i was i would say i was a little more of a pussy with the last record nowadays you fuck with me i I don't take it. I just called my... I called Alpha. I said, get Billboard on the line. And Billboard took the fucking call. I went straight to the press. said, Pledge Music is fucking banning my shit. They're censoring me. They go fuck themselves. And all my fans, which I love you guys, you guys, this band 311, that horrible fucking dog shit, they um, had a pre-order and all my fans started trolling 311's page. And they eventually had to delete it all and block me too. So um, anyway, the... Man, the album is now being manufactured. A major record label was actually trying to get the... Because I did a duet with someone whose name I won't mention. But they tried to get the the album stopped. Literally. We were in... We were pressing the record and we had to pull it back. But now the album's back and it's ready to fucking go. And it's better than the first record. I'm telling you that. Non-stop fucking killer tracks from beginning to end. Um, It's going to blow your fucking mind. It's going to blow jizz out of your fucking dick. Or your or your pussy, you know, 
whichever one you got. We got the uh, the same team as before, um, who did the first record. We got uh, Dave Cobb twiddling the knobs, Leroy Powell making that guitar howl, his brother Chris hitting them sticks, Brian Allen on the bass, look at his face. Ain't thought of a, a good rhyme for uh, old Brian yet. I got to figure that one out. But uh, we also have a new single that's out now, and since it's my podcast, and since I don't sell my music to anybody i own my music i figure i'll just play you the fucking new song right here it's called summers in kentucky and uh john party just texted me last night and said he loved the song so thank you john party i appreciate that i like when musicians reach out to me and tell me how fucking good i am and from now on if you do it i'm gonna fucking say your name on the podcast so maybe stay away if you don't want to be associated with me but um anyway uh let me play you the new the new single before we head up to this uh, Stapleton interview. Sneaking out of my house, I was just sixteen. Met you in the dark down by the creek. Mess around until we got cold feet. Summers in Kentucky, they were hard to beat. Twenty-five years later, our lives have changed. Meeting girls on the road who are half my age. Sometimes I blink them out the creek when I'm on stage. Summers in Kentucky, man, I miss that place Used to press your pussy up against my mouth Now you've had a couple kids and it's all stretched out Starting to think we can figure it out Summers in Kentucky, wanna be back now Ever feel like ditching your man? Grab your kids, hit the road with the country band. There's room for all y'all inside of my land. Start our lives all over again. Heard you made a few got second tits, but who am I? Cause of aging like shit That's why I think we'd be the perfect fit Summers in Kentucky, man, I sure miss I'd give up all the pussy and the young shade enough Bring your flabby ass back, that would be enough I'm both looking pretty rough Since the summer's in Kentucky, man, I miss that stuff
God damn, that's a pretty fucking song. Ain't nobody in Nashville writing songs like that no more. Um, and it goes back to my bigger fucking point of what I'm trying to do. I don't know how I would have said what I wanted to say in that song without the fucking dirty words. Now, of course, people won't fucking play the tune because people are fucking pussies and they're scared. So, well, fuck them. You know what? We'll outsell all these motherfuckers anyway. I just tweeted out today that I'm going to be uh, the biggest fucking name in country music in 2017. A bunch of fucking assholes just told me to go, said I was wrong and to go fuck myself. Well, fuck them. Well, anyway, this is my fucking podcast. Let me do a little plug here. You can pre-order the new album, Old Wheeler, digitally on Amazon, iTunes, and Google Play. Only six ninety nine, fuckers. You got that shit in your couch. Best money you ever spent. And pre-order it so we can fucking get up the charts and show all these fucking music row assholes. Anyway, here's the greatest country artist on the planet. And he's interviewing Chris Stapleton. Alfred, come set up this fucking uh, phone shit. It's the Wheeler Walker Jr. Podcast. It's the Wheeler Walker Jr. Podcast. Everybody else sucks, man. I am the best. It's the Wheeler Walker Jr. Podcast. Hello? Morgan Stapleton? This is she. Morgan with an... This is... Chris, it's Wheeler Walker Jr. How are you doing, guys? Doing great, brother. How are you doing? I'm good, man. Thanks for being a guest on the biggest podcast on the internet. I'm assuming it'll be. Where, what are you guys doing? Starting the tour? Yeah, we're uh, we're in Canada. International interview. This is a good get, man. This this thing is t- is yeah. really taking off. Talked to Billy Joe Shaver the other night, um, and we just got just got off the phone with with Bill Burr. So uh, now we got the the king of country himself, uh, Chris Stapleton, and my favorite Morgan Stapleton. I thought you were the king, man. Well, yeah, I mean, I wanted to hear you say it, but yeah. Um, <laughs> and we're get, you mind if I, I use you mind, mind if I use that quote for the album cover? I'm kidding. Did Cobb play the <laughs> Did Cobb play the new the record? Being, probably, what's that? Cobb play you my new record? I guess I guess send it to you if you no, don't. No, I haven't it. heard it. Yeah, it's it's it's. I haven't heard it. I would love to. Yeah, well, it's it may be uh, it may be pushing it a little too much on this one. Um, it's crazy. Oh yeah, it's insanity. Um, but. It's. I think it's better than the first one. I'll order. What's a? Uh, um, give me. Some, what's a, so? And you're done with your new record. Yes, sir. What's the vibe? What, what's a, what's the exclusive? I need a Wheeler Walker Jr. exclusive here. A Wheeler Walker Jr. exclusive. On the new Stapleton mm. record. What's the vibe? What's the vibe? Yeah, is it? Take- uh, it's, you know, it's get in a room and play some play some songs, but <laughs> the. I haven't really talked to you. You're the first interview I've done about the new record. <laughs> well, the, you you went to the biggest so news. You went to the biggest news source first. I got the so hold on. I got to press. A, I got a Wheeler Walker Jr. exclusive button. I'm going to press here. Wheeler Walker Jr. exclusive. And uh, yes. So yeah, that's a. I got I got the I got the I got the the dirt. So uh, it's a uh, same gang. Your band with a uh, um with Cobb and the gang. Yeah, it's yeah, it's it's all the same guys that played on the record last time, and of course my wife's singing and playing percussion. Uh, with Dave Cobb. With Dave Cobb, you know, uh, and Vance Powell turning knobs. Dave Cobb, what I, Dave, Cobb there, Dave Cobb twiddling the knobs. Uh, uh, Mickey Raphael. Yes, sir. Um, I, I got a I got a 
I got a T-shirt that says he's the number one harmonica player in the world. Yeah, we pushed him to make that T-shirt. Oh, that was you? His, uh, yeah. yeah, well, yeah, his girlfriend, uh, somebody gave her, a, uh, like, an old... No, it was in Mickey's closet. It was in Mickey's he closet? Had a, he had a, the tiniest, cutest T-shirt uh, that somebody had made for him years ago, years and years ago. And she said, isn't this shirt awesome? Uh, we said, let's remake that. Because people will buy it and people will wear it and they've worn it out. So, yeah, Mickey Mickey hands them out. But whenever he's out on the road, we put those out at the merch booth with us, too. Oh, so. that's awesome. Yeah, because if... For anyone listening, Mickey Raphael, the best harmonica player. He is the best harmonica player in the world. Plays with Willie and Stapleton. And uh, if you become Instagram friends with him, he sends you a T-shirt. <laughs> Just about. If some weird guy asks you for your address, just give it to him. You'll get, you'll get a free T-shirt. In the, uh, <laughs> An harmonica lesson. And harm, well, I, I didn't get that part. Um, I asked him, we're doing, we're going to do a record release show, and I asked if he was in town, if he could play on, on that, and uh, he wisely uh, is playing with Willie that night, so he can't do it. Um, Price, I'm sure he would otherwise do it. Yeah, he gives that excuse all the time that he's playing with Willie Nelson. Yeah, that yeah, de- yeah I hear that from everyone. Um, uh, but yeah, I think I th- think that gig will save his career. Um, yeah. So you got the how, <laughs> so how long you how long you guys on the road for right now? Well, this will be our longest run of the year. We'll be out for about three weeks. We won't be back off the road until the ACMs. There's a there's a chance. I got I got a, a couple offers about possibly doing some ACM parties. I'm not sure if I'm doing it yet, but uh if so, I'll let you know. You can you can uh come out and watch watch a bunch of industry dudes get really upset and yell at me. I'd like to be at that party. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I I, I, I keep yeah. look, look keep looking for the final answer on that, but we can't we can't seem to get it. Uh, you guys watch it, Chris. You watching the Cats play later? Well, you watching Kentucky basketball l- later? No. Yeah, I don't know if we get it up here in Canada. <laughs> uh, that's a, that's a good point. Yeah, March Madness gets a little more less mad as you go up north, I suppose. It's a little less mad, yeah. And by the way, tell the tell the you, uh, you can. T- if you want to tell the the audience your idea for my for my next record, my idea for your next record, yeah, I think that, you should be doing a gospel record. Yeah, I love that idea, and I, I I'm not a, I'm all for it. I think we I think I should. I need to find you know the right uh, my band a new you know I don't know if these guys can play gospel, but hit the local churches and see who's down. My guess is we're going to get a lot of no's, but uh, probably because I don't know what what's the market you think for an X-rated gospel record? It's got to be small, right? Well, I, I didn't say the X-rated part. You added that. Yeah, well, I I, just, that's that's what I do. So. <laughs> uh, what's the market for it? I think it's an untapped market because I don't think it, it exists anywhere on earth. Yeah, so. I, I guess. Well, like I was going to say, me, you, and Morgan will buy it, but I'd I'd give you guys the ones for for free, so I'd sell one, I suppose. <laughs> yeah, in the, word, in the words of a friend of mine, nobody's doing what you're doing. Nobody. Yeah, I got whatever I'm doing. I got it to myself. That's for sure. Um, but yeah, we've had a we've had a hell of a time putting this record out. Like, I don't know if you saw. Like, we there's this company that does pre-orders, and they they banned us from the site, and uh, we had to we had to oh, ta- tell me how they could do that. Well, they just they, they, they claim that they'd ha- never had as many complaints before as they did with my record, and they just said it'd be easier just to like take me off the site. And then I was actually did on. You, I was, did you offer to like hire him a special complaints department person just to? No, to, I, I mean, what I told the exact words I was. I what happened was I got the news. I I was on a plane on my phone. I had internet, and I got the I I got a t- uh, um, email saying that I was being I was banned from it. And the problem was I went on Twitter and ripped them apart in like 900 tweets. And then we heard back again that, you know, nothing could be worked out because 
I insulted them and every artist selling an album on their site, so that kind of ruined that. But I got some press out of it, so that was good. <laughs> Sometimes, well, well I, I also I take well, I take I take Xanax on planes, and that kind of so it's bad for me to have Twitter on on the plane, but gets me gets me in a little bit of trouble. Does that make you tweet too much? Does Xanax is that a side effect of uh, Xanax to make you tweet too yeah, much? Yeah, my doctor forgot to tell me that that part. Um, excessive tweeting. <laughs> Yeah, is that, is that what, is that, maybe that's Trump's issue, I don't know. Hold on, I'm looking at your dates right now, I'm not, I'm not finding, I can't see the Wheeler Walker Jr. opening dates on here, but maybe it's, a, is that a different site? Yeah, that's, that's the, the secret the se- The secret hidden website, alright, and I got secret a question, secret. I got a question for Chris, which is, this news came out the other day, and everyone's been dying to know your opinion on it, and uh, that is the, um, okay. the big, the, the, the Big Bang Theory spinoff, you heard about this? No, I haven't heard about this. They're doing a Big Bang Theory spinoff called Young Sheldon. They're showing Sheldon as a kid. Okay. What do you think Is that about a TV show? I'm sorry. Yeah, no, you said it was your favorite show. Um, they're gonna they're gonna have him as a kid. It's like it's gonna be the same guy from Big Bang Theory, but they're gonna show him as a little like his origin story. Uh, did I get it mixed up? You're not a Big Bang Theory uh, fan. That's a TV. That's a TV show, right? Yeah. Forgive me for, for I don't. A lot of television. Okay. Yeah, I've, we've never watched that show. I've never seen that show in my life. You've never seen. Oh, anyway, so I'll 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 spoil it for you now. They're doing a new show with him as a kid. So. Um, okay. It's called Young Sheldon, and you'll see him as a kid. Rumors are that he's gonna. You're gonna see the origin of how he came up with the with the catchphrase Bazinga, but that's you know that's just rumors at this point. But um, so I guess I okay. was in, incorrect to say that you that that was kind of big news in your world. Um, well, I, I, well, it is news. It is news it is, to me. It is probably not, probably not big news. No. So the your initial reaction is you're well, you're, you're not overly excited about it. Well, you know I can be if I you know I don't know. I, we'll see how the show goes. Maybe it's a good show. We love uh, we love Walking Dead. So we have some catching up to do. Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. Those, those are our jams on TV. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta get into Game Hello, of Thrones. I can't. It's all the, the, um, I, I, it's, I don't like those old like people on the mountain with the beards and the dwarves and stuff. It kind of, I, I don't know, gets, gets me bored. But maybe I got to give it another shot. Everyone says it's awesome. I, it, it seems like it would be right down your alley. There's a lot of nudity. Yeah, I hear about that. But you know what? I got, I got this laptop that gets real good nudity. That without, I don't need the. I don't, I don't have to fast forward as much on Game of Thrones. And it goes straight to the source. Yeah, we're doing a um, my next video. I think we're going to premiere it on Pornhub. Um, I don't know if you guys heard that. Oh, no. Yeah. So uh, oh, no. yeah, um, we're not messing around this time. This one's and we had to pull uh, our master. We 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 sent the master in to get manufactured we had to we had a we had a issue a record label was going to sue us because of a duet we did and they pulled the duet at the last second so we had to uh pull it so the whole thing has been a giant headache for me now i'm not really interviewing you guys as much as i'm just telling you about my life um but it's going to come out so don't worry i'll send you guys i i uh i'm dying to hear what kind of a duet you would what would that even now wait is it a duet I'm not going to say names with with, with a uh, a certain female artist that you had done. Yeah, yeah, that's it. And uh, what happened was uh, they well, played the set. They played the set. Oh, cool. Yeah, that, I thought that turned out great, but we um, uh, the label kind of awesome. had a change of heart. Um, I don't think my first I don't think my first single "Pussy King" helped uh, ease their uh, ease their minds about it either. Um, I can see that. Well, sometimes you got to roll the dice and see what happens. You, 
don't know. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I maybe ruled those too much. Uh, by the way, I never told you this, so I met you for a beer and at a bar in Nashville, and I checked my text later or tweets later that night, and this girl, she looked pretty. She goes, "Hey, I saw you at what you know. I won't say the name of the bar, but you were talking to Chris Stapleton, so I didn't want to interrupt you." And I'm like, "Oh, so you cost me a girl?" <laughs> So you're saying I owe you owe you a date with some random girl? Just find find that girl. She looked she looked hot. <laughs> I'll see what I can do. Or just pick, I'll, pick I'll yeah pick grab grab one from the uh, audience and uh, ship them on back to me. And you so it's brothers Osborne and Lucy Silvas who I love both of them. That's that's the openers yeah. right? Yeah. I got up on stage and did a FUB with uh, brothers Osborne and their crowd was a. Uh, not as excited as I, th- I think we all thought, but it was fun. <laughs> a few, a few. Well, as long as you have fun, that's the main thing. Yeah. So I, I guess this, this, this one. What's this other thing I heard? So you're doing Wrig- Wrigley Field with Tom Petty? That's true. That part's true. That's it. That's yeah, ins- that's insane. Uh, yeah, that sounds. I'm a huge Tom Petty fan. Uh, in fact, uh, Tom's Lifeline's record is probably. One of my favorites, probably my favorite record of all time. Which one? Tom Petty's Wildflowers record. Oh yeah, that's a great one. I think he's also. I think of all the artists, he's got some of the. He's got the most um, hidden gems on his albums. There's songs you never heard. You know, deep cuts that are just killer that people don't know about. For sure, and on that record in particular, that record probably made me appreciate uh, the art of the album as much as any, because it's one of those that you can put on and listen to top to bottom. And, oh totally, uh, yeah. I like the one. Um, what's the one near the end? Um, ooh, I've been running back to you. Is that let me think? Crawling, crawling back to you. Yeah, that's a killer song. Um, so how did that? How did those shows come together? Where did that come from? You know, I don't exactly know. I think it was something that got talked about last year. Maybe us playing shows with him, and you know, sometimes you hear things like that, and you're like, oh yeah, sure, that'd be great. You know. <laughs> And then things like that actually uh, do happen, and then they're like, "This is actually awesome. Thank you." <laughs> so we're we're excited to do it, and uh, we're all huge fans of Tom Petty and Heartbreakers, and, and to get to do it in an iconic place like River Field uh, and be a small part of uh, such a storied uh, career and and just the, everything they've done is a is a huge treat. Well, that's, that's a yeah, that's, like playing, yeah. that's a that's a hell of a year that and GNR too. I was supposed to say, much like playing with GNR, you know, you get to be a teenager a little bit, and you're going, "Hey, man, we're up here playing with Guns N' Roses." Or we're up here how, how was how was that Guns N' Roses gig? I, I wish I'd been there. It, it was amazing. Uh, it was really amazing. It was, uh, and everybody was nice, and we met uh, Axel after the show. I didn't meet the the other members of the band, but uh, but he was. He was nice and uh, talked to us for a little bit and uh, offered me a bottle of water, which was, you know, <laughs> you know it was it was very uh, kind of a surreal thing. You know, once again, if uh, if you were a teenager and kind of grew up when uh, Appetite for Destruction hit or any of that kind of stuff, it was like living in an uh, alternate universe a little bit. Yeah, I mean, when I, I, I mean, you're a little more eastern part of Kentucky than me, but when that album, it took a while for that album to get to me, but when I got it, it, it didn't leave my stereo for a long long time that's for sure what kind of what kind of bottle of water <laughs> you know i should remember that but i don't know what kind of bottle of water no, this, this interview is falling up. this, inter- this interview is falling apart there's a reason why i'm a country singer and not a broadcaster i think 
Well, you know, baby steps. Yeah, I'll get, I'll get there. Uh, I think one of those terrible. One of the most terrifying things I ever did was uh, I got asked to do what was that thing on the Outlaw Serious Radio oh, to be like a guest DJ. Yeah, you guest DJ. And it's not sitting there talking. It's terrifying. It's it's hard. It's 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 hard to keep that uh, wheel turning and be a DJ and be good at it because and those seem, guys and seem genuine and seem genuine and seem you know that was one of the hardest things maybe I've ever done. Uh, so much respect to all the DJs in the world because it's not, it's not, uh, and, podcaster, and, guys. and podcasters and anybody trying to do anything. That is, As you can guess, I have trouble getting press at times. So my manager is like, go do a podcast. Anyone can do a podcast. Then I pick up the mic and start doing it and realize it's just not that easy. I start talking, you know, just sitting here by myself like an idiot and start talking, thinking it's, and I thinking it's like four hours of talk and I, look back and I've been talking for like 80 seconds. I just got nothing. I mean, I'm a big mouth when it comes to Twitter and all that stuff, but when I actually talk and I just kind of shrivel up, I guess. Well, it's a different skill set. You know, it's like working within the confines of a song. You know, you have three minutes and a certain amount of time and a certain amount of space to convey thoughts when, you, when you're when you on the radio or talk, just talking. It's uh, And it's a little more freeform, too, you know, because it's, you know, you don't get to think about it and edit it. I mean, maybe later you do. I think you're doing great, Wheeler. Sounds okay. Well, I just yeah, li- yeah. I, I just listened back to my last one. And all it was was a, a guy. Uh, it was the I interviewed Bill Burr, and it was him being funny while I interrupted him. It kind of stunk, I thought, but <laughs> <laughs> you'll find your rhythm. Oh, yeah, I'll get my groove. I'll, I'll have you guys back on on episode 200 once I get my groove back. Um, I also, by the way, I forgot to tell you, Cobb Cobb saved you because I don't know if you remember, you left me a message. When I didn't, because that you wanted to write a song with me for my new record, and you you were a little I uh, did. a little a little uh, uh uh what's the word I'm looking for a little ornery about it, and I wanted to put it, put it as I, got a, I wanted I wanted to put it as a hidden track on the album, and he's like you can't do that. Um, so, uh, <laughs> but well, Dave might, might have been saving me as much as he was saving himself because he wouldn't want to deal with me. This, uh, yeah, he he would have heard he would have heard that that's he would have heard that Stapleton you know in in person, in real life. Um, so anyway, I'm trying to think. I mean, I honestly, unfortunately, I thought the the Big Bang Theory spinoff was going to be 20 minutes of talk. So that's what kind of screwed up the interview. Oh really? No, I'm I'm joking around. Um, well, I, I'm a terrible interview. I should have warned you before. You know, I don't have much uh, talk about other than music and being in Canada at the moment. Well, that's not, that's all we want to hear about. Give me more exclusives. What's the first single? What's the first single? We don't know yet, and that's uh, the God's honest truth. It hadn't. I mean, there's been some discussion, and I don't think we've released any kind of a track listing or anything yet either. I mean, it's not a spoiler. There's a song called "Broken Halos." It's, that, oh yeah, you've played that. Before. that we, but uh, but what's there, what's um. Are these are these kind of older songs you've had for a while, or are these ones you've written since the last record? Uh, all the songs on, on this uh, record, much like uh, the last record, we kind of went back and mined. I, I wrote a lot of songs for a lot of years, and so uh, we had, as my friend Mike Henderson would say, we had perfectly good songs sitting around going to waste, so we <laughs> we recorded those. And uh, I haven't really had much time to do 
any new writing to speak of. I mean, I, I've written well, since you turned him down. Yeah. Not wanting to write a song. Yeah. Giant ego crush. Had a had a pick of fence. That's gonna that's gonna haunt you for years. I, I I got I'll probably have to bleep his name, but I wrote a tune on my record with your buddy. Uh, I don't think he wants his name on here, but I'll oh, bleep, yeah? bleep it. But yeah, um, me, him, and his his buddy, we wrote a, a song called uh, "Puss in Boots." It's it's kind of it was kind of our um, uh, um, the southern version of California Girls. It's not like a kid's song. Like no, no, this is not, it's not the it was not up for the for the soundtrack of the movie. <laughs> okay. But yeah, we're doing that. I think we're gonna do that. that. That might be the video that airs on Pornhub. So we may. I don't know how happy my parents will be, but there may be actually be nude women in it. Um, but we'll see. So if you guys are in the in the, in the area, maybe you can stop by the shoot. Probably not, but yeah. we left. Yeah, I, I th- yeah. I think I think he took. I'm not joking. I think he took his name. Off, I have to check, but I think he took his name off the song because he's probably a normal human being. So I'll have to beep all that. But, <laughs> I, you but, know, normal would be a I know you. Well, going, man. Yeah. I, I wrote, the last thing we had, I wrote with so. Yeah, I think, yeah, he said he's a great guy, but no one's going to know who we're talking about. Sorry, you, you, can, you can bleep that out, too. Sorry. Oh, yeah, oh. that'll that'll give it away. I forgot. Um, well, this will be a <laughs> It's funny that my first, that my Chris Stapleton interview will be my most bleeped interview. That's kind of... Kind of because and by the way, we should bleep. <laughs> um, anyway, I'll let you guys. You, you guys playing tonight or tomorrow? Tomorrow we just rolled in town. Uh, we were giving ourselves some time to get up here, and we got a take a minute across the border. Yeah, and we got more folks with us than we are used to having, and we got a crew bus breakdown, and you know things that happen when you're on the road. So mo money, mo problems. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mo money, mo problems, as Johnny Paycheck used to sing. <laughs> uh, was that Paycheck or was it uh, Mo Bandy? I don't know. Yeah, I think it was yeah or Vern Gosden. I forget. I can't remember. Um, but uh, yeah. anyway, thank you guys for talking, Morgan. I've told you a million times that uh, you are my sunshine that you guys did for the Southern family. I, I love that so much, and it's the highlight of the show for me. You guys singing that. Um, <laughs> Thank you. You're still, you're, you're still doing. You you're still going to do that one? I believe so. In the live shows, yes. Oh, awesome! But she tells me she's not doing. It's anymore. my one song. You know, nice. Yeah, it's a nice fe- nice feature for, for you. Um, but you're you're you, how how much did you guys luck out that you guys made each other and your voices sound that good together? It's kind of weird, right? Probably we never never really thought about it as being weird, but it probably is. Is it? I don't know. I just. I mean, weird, good. I love, I, I love to sing harmony more than anything. So it's always been uh, really fun and challenging to try to figure him out. And keep well, up she knows with. all my tricks now, though. So. Well, half of them I can't do, but I know when not to sing them. So. Are you gonna do, you gonna do a record anytime? Me? Yeah. Uh, no. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> do a solo record. Uh, yeah. I mean, I don't. I love what I do. I'm very fulfilled doing what I do, uh, you know, and I get to try to keep up with Chris and keep up with the babies, and I feel like I got my hands full right now, and I'm very satisfied, uh, very satisfied. All right, like then, I said, I, then I take it back. So. You don't need to do it if you don't want to do it. Um, 
<laughs> I'd buy it though. But anyway, I'll let you guys go. Um, enjoy Canada. Have fun on the tour. Hopefully, I'll see you guys around soon. Appreciate you uh, giving me all those juicy exclusives. And uh, <laughs> well, thanks for having us on. I uh, can't thank you guys enough. Appreciate it. Psyched for the new record. I'll send you mine. See you. I'll send you mine too. Oh, sweet. It's the Wheeler Walker Jr. Podcast. It's the Wheeler Walker Jr. Podcast. Everybody else sucks, man. I am the best. It's the Wheeler Walker Jr. Podcast. Well, just to update y'all, since that interview, Chris never sent me his record. I never sent him mine. Um, by the way, there was a guy there whose name didn't want to be mentioned. That's why we put all those sound effects there instead of bleeps. But just we weren't. F- I wasn't using the toilet or fucking farting during the interview. It was just sound effects to, ble- to bleep this guy's name out. He should have been so lucky to have his name on the, you know, associated with mine, and Chris and Morgan's. But oh well, fuck him. Uh, so that's episode one of the We Walk Junior podcast. See you fuckers later.